Welcome to Real Women Real Estate Podcast, episode 11. Yay. All right. You guys don't sound too enthusiastic today. We have a special guest. I'd like to introduce Tarika Coney. Tarika, say hello to the audience. Hey, everyone. Virtual audience. Awesome. So we'll get into everything we have on this episode today. We're really excited to have you. I want to introduce our quote for the day. You never get what you deserve, only what you negotiate. I mean, Lee. And this was a quote from you. So mm -hmm. we appreciate you dropping that knowledge. I like it. Mm, that was a good quote. So we want to give you some love. We want to get into your background and just introduce you. And so we're really excited to have you. So Tarika is a certified business credit boss, literally, with degrees certifications from Florida A&M University. All right. University of Phoenix, uh-oh, and Cornell University. Tarika turned her passion for uh, education into entrepreneurship as a financial and business educator. Not only is she the founder of the Biz Credit Academy, which helps small business owners uh, obtain and have access to capital, she also is the owner of one of the number one certification courses that certifies uh, entrepreneurs on being certified business credit professionals, as well as, yes, it keeps going, guys, as well as Women Entrepreneur Factory, which seeks to educate and empower minority women in business. Wow. It just, yeah, I'm not doing enough. Right. I'm not doing enough. <laughs> I think I'm doing too much. <laughs> That's a boss with a capital B. Exactly. Okay. No, we're really excited to have you on and I can't wait to get into it and just kind of learn about and kind of kind of pick this apart and, and how you're able to do all this and how you're being affected right now uh, with this pandemic and just how is life. So let's let's get into it. Okay. Um, go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, well, I am Tarika Coney and I'm known as a business credit expert. And what I do is I help small business and entrepreneurs get capital for their business. Um, I started this business because I was going through a domestic violence um, relationship um, for nine years. Um, it was oh, only wow. my out, right? It was wow. only my out um, of things. Um, so I started I started building my personal credit first. I knew the only way that I can get out of that relationship if I was to get my own apartment. So I started building uh, my personal credit first and then I started getting an interest in um, personal credit. So I started with um, personal credit and my company was called Credit Repair Supermarket. So then I was like, hmm, I need, I think this is taking my educational background. I was like, I think this is something I can do. I want to venture more on the business side of things. So I started mm -hmm. the business side of, of, a uh, of the credit, the, um, of business credit. Um, and then that's when I got my office and then I was able to, I, I stepped out on faith. I was one of the ones that was listening to these, um, mentors and people and people were like, Oh, just leave your job and blah, blah, it's going to be okay. And I was yeah. one of the youngest, um, African-American, um, professors at, um, UMA. So I left a, a high paying job to pursue entrepreneurship. Um, with me leaving that high paying, um, job, um, it did 
caused some financial um, stress on me. So I was like, hmm, I might as well, if I'm already leaving this job, I might as well go ahead and create my business. So I went ahead, when I walked away from that job in January of, I think, 2016, I walked away um, from that job. Didn't know how I was going to make it. I just knew, hey, let me follow these steps um, and follow these steps and things. So I went and got, um, I had an office. That was the worst mistake that I ever made was going into um, getting an office. It was almost like $800 um, in rent at that time. Um, I was married. So it really didn't, because my husband, my ex-husband was still making money and stuff. So it really wasn't a burden after that split, um, after that split up, um, then I was like, oh, I got to do this on my own. So that was like, no, let me get out of this lease. I don't care. I'm out of here. So I got, I was able to get out of um, the lease. Um, I was able to buy everything in my office off of business credit. I had a, got a $4,500 um, business credit line of credit with Amazon. And then I had ended up getting a $1,500 um, line of credit um, with Office Depot. When I got well, that, did you say Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. And Office wow. Depot? Wow, okay. Office Depot. Yeah, okay. I got yeah, I yeah, to understand. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I, I got those and I said, you know what? Other other um, business owners need to know about this. And they're not just business owners. I really think that minority women and men need to know about business. So I started in my area um, being known as the financial, financial mayor, not literally just figuratively known as the financial mayor. Um, everywhere I would turn, um, people will want to either have me come speak at their events or anything. I'm a big introvert. I don't speak or anything. Like I literally yeah. think before I go on the stage and do anything, but I do it. I knew that was my only way that I was going to make income for me and my daughter was to suck it up and get out there and speak. Um, so I, I, I end up running into um, joining this group called BNI. Um, BNI is a referral group. If it's in your area, I highly recommend that you um, join. Um, it's a business networking group. Um, with the business I have that. Yeah. With that group, they only allow one person from each industry um, in that group. Um, so that means in that group, you have to pass referrals from one person to another. If you do not pass referrals, referrals to one another you can actually be kicked out of um the group so they're very strict on passing referrals so that means okay. if it's one realtor everybody if it's 12 people in that group and they're trying to sell homes or do anything you're the top person and you're really the only person that they refer to so i joined um i happened to show up i got invited to you and can be invited um i got invited and then they have to vote you in too they have to vote you in too mm -hmm. so i got serious it is it's serious they vote they vote you in yeah um, the membership is like 850 dollars uh, a year but it's well worth it it's well worth it um yeah. it's there and the vp of bbnt bank was there and she's like are you tarika i'm like who are you <laughs> like yeah. like yeah she's like i've heard so many things about you, you know what is crazy um i've been hearing your name and i've been wanting to meet you i'm like me little old me you can meet me she's like yeah Ever since then, we, form, we formed um, a huge relationship. They became my major sponsor of my company. Um, they sponsor all my events and sponsor all wow. my everything. But she ended up leaving because she knew that the merge of BB&T and SunTrust was coming and she didn't want to be part of it. So she moved over to Suncoast um, Credit Union. Now Suncoast Credit Union is one of um, my sponsors. Um, with all of that, 
Um, I created the Women's Entrepreneur Factory um, because I wanted to teach more minority women um, because I was part of a lot of uh, organizations here and all I, I would never see women that look like me. I would that look like you, yeah. I would get highly upset. I would go to these big, big meetings and they would be filled with people that do not look like me. So that's the reason why I created the Women's Entrepreneur Factory to focus on minority women and millennial women. Um, and I was spending a lot of money going to these luncheons and stuff like that. It just wasn't me, and I just had to get out of it. It's just like I wasn't wasting them renewing memberships and stuff like that. So I ended up um, uh, with w with being in these memberships and stuff. You are able to connect and network with people. I'm good at networking. I'm good at closing deals and things like that. So I ended up having um, to connect with this one um, another millennial um, girl there. She worked for Disney. I end up just saying, hey, she, she was doing her spill. Hey, let's connect on a level. You know, sometimes people, they just love black people. <laughs> right, right. I end up getting <laughs> I end up getting a partnership with Walt Disney to take 40 women's behind the scene of Walt Disney World to it's called the business behind the magic it was supposed to happen in April this year um, but I had to push the date out so it was going to happen in September but COVID um, strike so they were um, kind enough to push it out to next year so I'm really excited about that that's you don't exciting um, really small businesses like mine and women like us doing That's things awesome. like that. Yeah. Your major partnerships with big, big brands. Um, I'm very humble. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm very, I'm very humble uh, in my beginnings. Um, I'm very, very humble um, in things. And I'm just now to the point is like, you got to stop sugarcoating the ish now. You, Tariqa, you got to stop sugarcoating and give it to people really raw that your business needs to be together. And I guess that brings you to the question of um, people doing business, people in business, but not really doing business. Oh, 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 let me stop it before you get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that mean? She's spitting. Listen, okay. I'm hyped. I'm yeah, into it. you can get ahead of yourself by the way you can rap. <laughs> <laughs> right. I am. First of all, congratulations on those mergers. Like, I Thank feel like you. I feel a lot of people say they do credit, mm -hmm. say they do business credit, right? And that's great. But you are actually doing something with your skills. You're actually making connections and putting people in rooms that they ordinarily wouldn't have access to. So mm -hmm. you go, girl. Okay. Kudos to you. Okay, so before we get to, which is quite honestly, like, what made me just, like, be like, I got to get her on the show. Before we get to that, um, Kate, break it down for our listeners. What is business credit? How is it different from personal credit? All right. So business credit and um, business credit and personal credit are built on two different systems. Your personal credit is going to be built off of your SSN, which can be considered your social security number. Your business credit is going to be built off of your EIN. But with you having an EIN, you need to make sure that you have a Dun & Bradstreet number two. That is the indicator um, for your business. It's like a social security number for your business also, um, but you need an EIN number um, and a DUNS number. Um, with, um, with the business credit, um, you can build business credit, uh, contrary to beliefs, a lot easier than you can build your personal credit. If somebody's file was completely together, had everything um, together, you can build business credit within 90 days. Um, I need that. <laughs> 
I got my EIN, but I don't have the other one. Exactly. With <laughs> me being in business, I have not came across anybody that has fully had their business together. So at that point, we have to go back. Um, but my company has like an 80-20 rule. I do 80% of the work. You do 20% of the work because I can't wait on you. You're busy. You're doing this. I need to get this stuff done and get you out of um, my program. Um, so with the uh, with the personal credit and the business credit, most of the time I teach my clients um, to build it off of, build it off their business credit without a personal guarantee. So that means not connecting your uh, SSN. So that brings yeah. two things that are two misconceptions: is business funding and business credit. Those are two different things. If you're hearing people say. Oh, I can get you two hundred and fifty thousand, a hundred thousand within twenty to thirty days, sixty days. That's business funding because you are connecting your social security number to that, um, which is going to. If your dreams, if you have, okay, so say you do connect your personal credit to it. If your dreams of owning a home, it will never happen. For the simple fact, your debt to income ratio is going to be extremely high um, because. Mm -hmm. We're putting too much in your business and we're going to business owners we're going to take that risk so if i get a thirty thousand dollars if i get a no limit amex card and i want to go into business i'm probably going to max that card out now that card is going to be maxed out and now that's on my personal credit too so now i say that now with my dreams if i don't own a home now i'm probably never going to own a home because my business it takes a business a good business about three to five years to really start generating income for their business so now you're in complete debt and most people do not pay off that debt when they're running up um those credit cards so it's just a difference um personal personal credit is running off your ssn and then your business credit is going to be run run off your ein and um having a duns number okay so you mentioned offline we were talking about how your business has developed during this pandemic and that you mentioned that you've been busier than ever and mm -hmm. so we want to know our audience is based on our real estate real estate tell us how your experience of working with real estate um investors and, and agents as well let me take a little side and let me get some information for myself how do you work with those agents and and, and investors let's throw both of those in there <laughs> Right, so one of my good friends, um, her name is Brandy Tharp. Um, she is a queen of, I don't want to say queen of real estate because she doesn't see herself as that. But this girl is just as big of a boss as um, I am. This girl owns like 30 freaking properties. Um, so I helped start with her. She's a real estate investor. Um, Pause right quick. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to highlight the fact that you said she's just as big as the boss as you are. I love that. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Women empowerment, yay! Exactly, <laughs> exactly. If you guys can connect with her, I really. She owns um she owns about thirty homes, probably doing her thirty thirty um thirty one home. Um, and all her homes are. <laughs> we'll connect. We'll we'll get her information. <laughs> she told her her own horn. I love that. We don't do yeah. that enough. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> So she um, she does that. So I started with her uh, um, building with her, and then um, how it works. Oh, let's go into how it works for real estate agents that are trying to get business credit um, for their business. So say if you're a real you're a real estate agent or a real estate investor, 
you're coming to buying a property. Um, a property may cost ten to fifteen thousand. You may have the cash flow for you to buy that property. Now you have the cash flow to buy that property. Now you may not have the cash flow to rehab that property now. So how mm -hmm. would work for um, uh, a real estate agent or investor? So I guess someone that's going to flip a home. Um, how would work for them if I can get them a Lowe's Home Depot, a Lowe's car, a Home Depot car, a United Riddle, and a Sun Belt? Um, account that right there is going to take care of that flip. So right now they've already invested that ten to fifteen thousand dollars into that home. Now they don't have to worry about buying material because now they have an account with Lowe's where they can go buy all their material from Lowe's on a net thirty account. Now they can go to United Rental or Sunbelt Rental and go rip the rip the machinery that they need um, to go ahead and do that flip. Now they can get a Home Depot card and buy more materials. Now they can go and go ahead and start that project once they start that project and finish that project whatever profit that they make from that project now they can take that money and go ahead and pay those accounts off and keep that cycle going on and on and on and on where it's only really mm -hmm. money that's coming out is being able to purchase the property so that's how it's going to work for um, real estate agents or anyone that is going to be in the property of flipping homes. Um, you, you're not, you don't have to wait. So let me get this additional $30,000 um, to put in there. Now I can get these um, accounts. I can go ahead and, and, and flip this home, get that revenue paid off and continue to keep on. So it, 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 gives, it allows you to have a start. Also with, um, if maybe they need a credit card. Um, the only type mm -hmm. of credit card that you can get with no personal guarantee is a Sam's, a Sam's Club MasterCard. Um, with the Sam's Club mm -hmm. MasterCard, um, that card can be used anywhere, and that's strictly on your business credit. That's exactly mm -hmm. what, where it's not going to be tied into your personal credit or any type of gas cards. That can be Chevron, BP, um, anything with a MasterCard logo, you can use um, anywhere. So that's additional cash flow to also help you. And then you just pay it on the terms that the company set for you. Okay. Are these interest rates typically really high for your business credit, more so than personal? Um, they can be, um, they can be a little high. Yes, they can um, be high. But we have to think about when you're in business, you is, you're taking a risk on your business in hopes that you will make that money back to pay off of that debt. You can get the money quickly, but yes, it may be um, a higher APR. Um, a higher interest rate, but when, like I said, when you're in business, you really don't think about that um, at the time. You're just like, oh, I, have, I got this money. Um, let me just go ahead and make this investment and make a uh, flip from it. That's just like if you've had it for a hairstylist. A hairstylist can go buy maybe a thousand dollars worth of hair and make twenty thousand dollars back very quickly. So it just, it just really depends. But yes, there are, there is some risk that is involved just like anything else and i think there are people that like i didn't know that like i didn't know that you could go to home to home depot or even costco or amazon as you mentioned before i'm thinking bank i'm thinking a bank for my business loan and i'll be honest with you i went to the bank for my business loan and they wanted my home as like collateral they wanted some sort of collateral for that um and i was i didn't feel comfortable i was like oh I don't want to put it in my house <laughs> just to get just to take out a business loan. What type of collateral um, do you advise doing that? Do you advise going to banks for for a business credit? No, I do not advise going to banks for a business credit at all. I do not advise 
small business owners to even think about loans at all. 75% of people that apply for loans are going to be denied. There's no federal regulations behind a business banker giving you a loan. A loan. That's the reason why there's so many disparities with African Americans when they can't get approved for loans. It's not like the personal credit where you have the FCRA, um, you have the Consumer Protection um, Bureau, I hope I'm saying it right, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that says mm -hmm. that, hey, the Equal Opportunity Act where these people have to give it to you um they don't have that with um banking um uh, with the banking at all so if a, if a lender comes and you come into a bank and say hey i want to apply for something yeah let's go ahead and take your application and we'll run it through um they don't even have to call you if you don't get approved or anything like okay. that no, um, there's no federal regulations. But to answer your questions, no, I do not think um, small businesses um, need to go for loans because most small businesses are not going to qualify. You're going to need personal credit. You're going to need business credit where you have to have at least a FICO SBS score um, or mm -hmm. Equifax um, small business score on the back end, which a lot of people do not know. You're going to need a personal guarantee. You're going to need some type of collateral, as you spoke about. You're going to need financial. Exactly. Statements. And a lot of us just do not have that. What I tell small business Facts. owners to focus on is alternative financing. Alternative financing are the same type of terms that you can get as a business loan. It's just you may have um, to pay it back on a weekly or a monthly basis. And the interest rate just may be a little bit higher at that point. And that then you okay. have a credit line. But the great thing about it is a credit line, um, you pay it off, you get it back. A loan, you pay it off, you gotta go through that process all over again. So I tell exactly. my, um, my people to go after credit lines and like yep. using companies like Funbox, Bluevine, Cabbage, um, Credible, um, using stuff <laughs> like that. Cabbage, <laughs> let's talk about that. See, I, I have a problem with, that's the offline, but yes, I, I did one with cabbage and I felt like it was, um, what is it? The term for, well, the payday loans for, but for personal people, I felt like it was just too high because of how fast they wanted it back. And it was like this. And so, yes. So I felt like, mm, I feel like as a business person, I can get a better one than that. Yeah, yeah you can. Um, but some people don't have access um, to that, so they have to take what they uh, have. Like my uncle, um, he owns his own trucking. Well, let's take a step back, Kim. Let's take a step. What is uh, biz What is it called? Business cabbage. Oh, cabbage. It's cabbage. It's one cabbage. Of, just uh, what? Explain what that is for our, for our listeners. Okay, so Cabbage is a company um, that does loans and lines of credit where you do not, where they connect to your business bank account um, that you have. They see the amount of revenue that you're coming into your business bank account, and then they generate you um, not a, funds on based off of the revenue that's coming into your bank account. It's a lot easier to qualify for um, because you don't have to worry about those profit and loss statements and all that stuff that they're looking for. Right. You can get the same amount uh, from alternative financing company um, than you can get from a traditional loan. So they have these type of companies that are readily available um, for people yeah. uh, they have a high cash flow. So if you have a high cash flow, but you have bad credit, bad personal credit, you may can still get approved for that loan, but you do have to see, hey, that that interest rate may be high and then those weekly payments may be a little bit high also 
right. once again, that's the risk that you take in business. It's also they don't check your credit, so yeah. that is a, it's it's mm -hmm. if you have if you have the cash flow, but you can't you don't want them to check your credit and it's going against your business. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's just how they go about getting their the the money back the money and how back. fast that they do the payments. So you know if you do 30, 30 days, but then you borrow again then you're doing those you have your 30 day to still do and now you have another one and they do exactly like you may have two payments due in one month because of how it's done right yeah okay so so we're we're um we have our kind of our set our mm -hmm. set questions here but i want to just go off into this this area real quick so mm -hmm. with, with this pandemic and with COVID, we kind of talked about you having a lot of people reaching out to you mm -hmm. but can you can you tell me as a small business right now what are some things that you should be doing to get yourself in line um to bounce back when this is over uh to fix your credit to understand the process of business credit what are some things that you should be doing right now because this is all about education right now if you're not you don't know your credit score right now or if you haven't reached out in ways to save money by calling your insurance company i mean like you should be thinking right now of ways to build your brand or your business if that is in your landscape what are what are some sound advice you have right now just that you're giving your clients Oh, one thing is giving it to them, giving the advice now, don't even think about credit. Let's just take credit up. Fix your business. That's where a lot of people are failing at. Like, you have a business, but when I go pull your address up on the Secretary of State, it's pulling up your home address. Like, what they're looking for and what lenders are looking for is your business credibility. They're looking and seeing if you are credible for me to give you this loan. That's the reason why a lot of these people are 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 mad at the big companies. They're mad at um Chris. They are mad at these um um yes. shake shake. It's not it's not that these yeah. why don't these I guess I have a different way of thinking. Why don't these companies deserve it and they have their stuff together? Where I hear people been a sole proprietor for 21 years, have no business bank account um, at all. Speak on it. Register. But you expect the government to be able to give you some money and your business is not even credible? That is where we're right. at. We're, we're failing at making sure our business is registered with the Secretary of State. And your Secretary of State is your state where you do your business filing, either an LLC or an INC. You need to make sure that is first and make sure that your business information is um, correct on there. Then you need okay. to make sure you have an EIN number for your business. Not a lot of people are, are, are filing their business off of a DBA. DBA? Yep. It's not a business yeah. at all. So you have this DBA that you probably pay $20 for, most states maybe $50, um, the EIN number, and now you're thinking that you're legal. No, sweetie, you're not legal at all. You don't have a legal <laughs> business um, at all. You will be surprised. I've worked with celebrities, like building their business credit, and, I, and, uh, and a lot of people I outsource on the back end for some of these major credit companies, and you will be surprised that, like, wait, what? Like, are you serious? Like... Like I had one girl tell me like she's she's made almost a hundred thousand dollars and haven't even registered her business. Like like yeah. why? why and I had to straight up tell her, I'm like, you fly. I think it's education. 
I, I think it's education. I think it's, I think it's, and I don't know, you know, the demographic of this person, and I guess it's not necessarily important, but I know for, for women of color, it, it, it's, it's an education. We, we didn't necessarily come up with this knowledge and we don't, we didn't have that background of people sharing that with us and sharing us what to do. So I, I think that that's a lot of it because I was kind of thinking about that. You know, if I wasn't in the position that I was in, in, in regards to real estate in my particular brokerage, I mean, I never would have known this but it, it did take a lot of me asking well how are you doing this oh well i have my llc paying the brokerage firm so that i can write off taxes i was like oh is that how you do it mm -hmm. but then but also it takes it takes being transparent because Tarika, right. you're doing a great job of you know kind of standing on on the soapbox with your bullhorn and telling people like hey you know let's get it right be raw with people but to your point people could be making six figures and they're so enamored with how things look they would never take the step to be transparent to make sure that shit is right they would right. rather just kind of keep being janky and as long as i get my check i'm fine so i don't even think honestly like Courtney said, I think it's a knowledge thing. And I think absolutely. And maybe we're in a situation where we're coming from the other side because we already know. But a lot of these people don't know, even celebrities. Don't know. Yeah. I have they don't know. celebrities. I they don't know that's what they're supposed to do. They think they, they, we didn't they, have fathers and businesses right? in the they background telling us telling what us to do. Exactly what the, <laughs> what to do. And and everyone didn't, you know, that's the difference between us and other um groups is that uh, as far as our culture goes is that a lot of us are the first generation entrepreneurs That's not true. everyone you know but we Absolutely. don't know the steps so we do think or they people do think that getting a dba is just as good as having an llc oh it's cheaper and i'm doing business as no you are oh, that i need to apply for ein yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. even still some people like she said like terica said some people have a dba and an ein because it is possible right Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't realize that you need to separate the two and doing business ass is still linked to your social security number and not to your business account because you don't have an LLC, you're not protected. So that does right. come with knowledge. And I feel like this is why you guys are, you know, we're important. Tarika is important because we need yeah. to do this. You know, yeah. a lot of our people, I get people who ask me all the time. I have my cousin that was just like, how do I get my stuff started? Or people will all, I see people post all the time was who is helping with LLCs, <laughs> you know, because they don't know that they need an LLC exactly. to actually be a, a legit business. And, and that brings me to the point of, and I, and, and, and I do believe a lot of us do know, we know what we're doing. We just don't want to do it some of the time. We don't want to, cause like I was saying, like we don't want to take it to that next level. You know why it is? Because they don't want to pay taxes. That's mm. the reason I think mm. a lot of them, they are trying to skip out on the IRS sometimes and 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 not pay the taxes um, because it's with making money. Um, it comes with that territory. Yeah, it's sometimes they don't want to be bothered with it or it keeps putting it on the back burner. They know that they're going to do it, but when you got um, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars coming in for you a hair, you um, especially a lot of people that sell hair. When you have all that money coming through through your bank account, you don't sit there and think about let me register my business because I have a brand now. And then you, when the IRS is knocking at your door, knowing that you you you're selling stuff, now you're like, oh, let me go back and do this. I think sometimes a lot of it is a lack of education. That is why I'm absolutely. 
I'm pushing, pushing, pushing to get education in our school system here um, in my area. It's just the lack of education and we're not speaking um, about it more or we're so afraid to offend somebody um, about their business and about yeah. um, credit. And I think yeah. that is one of the things. And also when it comes to what you said about the uh, LLC, a lot of people, that's all they know to file because that's the trend. Follow LLC, follow LLC, follow LLC. But I tell people, you file based on the level of um, the level of risk that your business is going to be. And you file your business on what type of business that you're going to have. So say if I have a person that has a fire alarm company, I would not tell them to file an LLC um, company because it has a limited liability behind it. I would recommend them to file an INC in the event that something happens that the company gets sued and not be, not you're going to get your company or the LLC, your company is going to get and then you're going to get sued also. So I would recommend that type of um, company to be like, okay, you need to incorporate and make sure that you have high insurance with your business. So I tell people, file based on what type of business that you are going to be. Don't just go file because a lot of times, a lot of people need to be INCs and they need to take that um, risk um, off of um, them in the business and just put it on the business. This is how Donald Trump, as you contrary, how he is winning, how he's able to keep building these businesses and then dissolving them. You gotta think about um, when he paid Stormy, uh, whatever that girl name is, he paid him to a third party um, um, consulting <laughs> company, a third party consulting company, uh, INC. That's how they're doing it. And then they just dissolve the company. If the business fails, it fails. So you see what I'm saying? So, so it's the education um, around it. So how would you recommend uh, to get started? I know you do a lot of education. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about your platform and some of the things that you do? Right. So what I do is I help um, small business and entrepreneurs. Where I start at is basically the credibility of the company. The first thing I'm looking at when you're coming on board is I'm looking at making sure that you are a legal business and you're registered with the second secretary of state. Then I'm going to look at the information on your secretary of state and making sure that it reflects business information. And everything needs to be business information from business email to uh, making sure that your business, when you filed your EIN, that it has correct addresses um, on there. Um, if your business do not, if a lot of people start their business, change addresses and stuff, you have to also go back and change, switch that information. So if anybody's listening like, hey, I filed my EIN years ago, but I've moved to a new address, you need to go file a form 88, 88.0 to be I, I may say those numbers wrong but 88 to be um where you can um um change your business address so it can update it with um, to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm looking at i'm looking at all that information i'm making sure that you have a duns number um your duns number is going to be very important um to your um, business once we get all that done then i'm going to activate your business credit scores a lot of people don't know you're not going to get a business credit score until you activate your profile you're going to activate your profile via nav.com um, nav.com is going to give you the ability to go and activate your scores and then a lot of people can't and they can't find your business on nav.com that's because that means the foundation of your business is not correct 
um, at all. So that's what I do is I help small businesses wow. um, get the capital uh, for their business and what they need their business to, to grow. Apparently, I need- So if I want to reach out to you directly, and I'm Kim, and I moved, and I didn't do, and I didn't do these things. <laughs> what service? What? What? How can I reach out to you directly? Like, what services do you offer? Do you offer courses? Do you offer? You know, how can you help me? So I have, I have, well, I have three companies, but for the, the sake of credit, um, I have the Certified Business Credit Professional, where people that are in the financial industry, um, they can take a course and get an in-depth analysis of what business credit really is. It's a six-week um, course. We go into the, um, the depth of what is business credit, knowing what how to sell to your business credit, knowing how to read business credit reports, and that's for... Um, um, for businesses. Um, on the consumer side, I have the Biz Credit Academy. Uh, with the Biz Credit Academy, um, we take your information, we do your business analyst audit, and then we put you through the program where we are, we will build your business credit for you. Um, and you don't really have to worry. You just have to make sure that you get the stuff that we require. Um, we're going to see you, your vendors, um, what you need to start off with um, in order. Um, and then we're going to start working with you generating your score. Um, and we're going to make sure your company is going to be complete, completely built um, from A to Z. I had so many people reach out to me like, oh my gosh, Tarika, like, thank you for structuring our business correctly. So we were able to get approved for the loan. I'm like, you see, it's better to have it, better to have it and don't need it than need it and don't have it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I try to tell people, like, now you're you're seeing what I was talking about and making sure, I said, you're not going to get approved for a loan without um, um, the SBA. The the SBA runs the loans. That's what people don't realize. SBA does not provide loans at all. What the SBA does is back the bank 90% in the event that you're going to default on that loan. That's the reason why a lot of the banks were so hesitant about offering just random people um, that are not customers of their bank alone because how do we guarantee that we're going to get this money back um, from that person? At least they exactly. want to their clients first dibs um on getting those loans and things um getting those loans and things so that's why it's very important that you have a banking relationship um with your banker i recommend every business owner or person to have a small business bank uh, a credit union and i also think you should have um a big bank um you should have two type of bank a small business bank is probably going to be run by somebody in your community um that is very rich and very rich um, and they make the decision if they're going to give you money or not um with a a, a major bank they have to find um, follow the FDIC um, guidelines and everything that's um, going to put in the bank um, play. So I just um, say get a small business um, bank. Navy Federal is really good. Navy Federal will give yep. you a. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking to Kim this whole episode, by the way. Conversations <laughs> <laughs> for me. Mine is that yeah, I don't have my address, but yes, Navy Federal is my small business bank. Yes, we bank with them. Yes, they'll give you up to twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars with no, without having to produce um, documentation, which that is really good for a small business owner. You are may take a personal hit to your um, credit. I think they pull for experience, but not having to produce all that paperwork is really will be really really good for a small business. Owner. Awesome for a line of credit, though. Yes. yes, they are very awesome. But here's the thing about Navy Federal and people pushing them in there: you mess up with them, you're done. 
You're done. It ain't no. It ain't no. You got to count there. Yeah. There's always Deutsche Bank. It's not no, I'm going to file a bankruptcy, get this off of my credit, and I'll be back. Like some companies, you can file bankruptcy and go back and apply for them. No. Unless you mess up with them, you're done. You're over it. They don't want to have a banking relationship. They're going to keep reporting to your credit until they kill you. (laughs) Wow. They're one of the ones that even though it's charged off every month, they're going to report and it's going to kill your score. So I recommend anybody, if you get Navy Federal, please take care of Navy Federal. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. (laughs) Don't mess it up at all. You pay exactly. pay your ties, pay Navy credit, Navy federal. <laughs> Navy federal. <laughs> after, after, okay. I feel like we listen to trade secrets. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. things that we don't get to hear on an everyday basis. I feel like this, I'm I'm inside of a conversation that's private. You know, yeah. so I really appreciate this. Yeah, like I low key just want you to like come on every week. Is that possible? <laughs> what are you doing next week? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So so what are some so. So we've, we've learned a lot. We talked about our community. We talked about things that we don't necessarily know, um, even as business owners, as, as minorities, and as women. And these are some of your passions. Tell us uh, about empowering women. We are, that's what we are, right? We're, we're women in real estate. We started this thing out. We want to grow our male audience. We reach out to the men. We love the men, right? Mm-hmm. But tell us, tell us some things in, in our particular community because we are, I don't want to say we're disenfranchised, but the the minorities um, in regards to women, we are. What did, what did Malcolm? What did Beyonce say? <laughs> we're the most disrespected. <laughs> we're the yeah. most disrespected people in right. the in the in society, right? So just tell us a little bit about your passions in regards to empowering women and some of the things that you do. I'm I'm, I'm very passionate about um, women empowerment. I'm very passionate about um, impacting um, my my community. That's the reason why one of my um, favorite quotes is you never get what you deserve, you only get what you negotiate. So in a closed mouth, don't get fed or whatever they say, however they say yeah, that. Yeah, that part, yeah. Ask, you have to firmly ask for what you want. And then I, I take one thing from our Tricia uh, Wilcox, one of her thing, one of her key things that she says, a win for you is a win for me, sis. Um, we have to make sure that we are going to back um, for women and putting people in positions. Um, so when I step off boards, I want another African-American woman to come in there um, right behind me um, to be able to sit on this board. I sat on a board today and I'm not going to, I want a major company and I heard them say, that we got $754,000 um, for the government, but they were begging for extra assistance. And I literally had to tell them, like, they like, like, 30 Like, punk? Like, like, it's just stuff like that, that we are not at that table. We are not sitting there getting these resources and things that are, and they are available. They are available for us. We just don't go, um, go get them. I recommend that all women currently right now, before the SBA changed their their um, rules this summer, I recommend that all ladies go get their women um, women's certification, uh, women owned business um, certification. I think it's women owned uh, W O S B um, women owned certification. I think everyone we'll put it in the show notes. Okay, because yeah, um, I need that. 
Yes, I, I recommend yeah. um, I recommend that you get that certification. All you have to do is if you have your business stuff together, it's just go through the process, turn your business, um, um, or women minority cert certification, that's what it's called. Go ahead and turn yeah. that certification in. You know what happens with that certification? You're able to bid on contracts for. So, say you're a real estate or an investor, and you have something that's coming into um, yeah. to town. Yeah. Um, you get first dibs because it's off of a, a point system. Say the Super Bowl is coming to town, and they need help finding properties or need help um, selling properties or anything. If you have your woman uh, minority uh, certification, you're going to get first dibs on those um, things. We had the Super Bowl coming to Tampa. So many black, so many uh, African American people missed out on it because they did not have their stuff together, and then they pay you. So if, if we're building roads and construction and stuff like that, they they're they're hiring a contractor for this, they're hiring a contractor for that. You get first dibs and you get a piece of the pot. They but have to get that money out. You you just taught something though because I thought as registering my business and saying checking the box that I'm an African American that they automatically knew that I was a black owned business. I did not know that that I actually have to get a different a completely different certification for that. So you just taught me something. And I think and again that goes back to like you know we're saying everyone doesn't have their stuff together. I clearly because you have been talking to me don't have my stuff together like I thought I did. Me either because I did not know that me this existed. I didn't even know you know and I've had clients that were black owned businesses and they would get those bids. I worked, um, I used to have a trash company as a client in Maryland and they would get the bids, but I thought I had no idea that they actually had a certification for that. I thought it was, oh, I checked the box, box that I'm African-American and boom, they know I'm a female and they know I'm an African-American. So therefore they know clearly that I can apply for this. Didn't know it was a certification. So now I'm about to Google that as soon as we're done with it. <laughs> right. I can't wait to listen to this episode over again. Yeah. It's so much it's knowledge. It's taught me in this episode a lot of things. <laughs> You've been dropping knowledge this whole time, Sarika. So we want to be respectful of your time. We could talk all evening. This has been a great conversation. Um, just a quick question we usually ask our guests is, do you have a book recommendation? Uh, what, do you, what do you suggest people read? Um, I think his name is Nathan Lacken. It's called um how to how to be a capitalist without any capital um, sis got the book she held, she held the book up she was ready i like it <laughs> this is i actually i picked this up um for some reason i like books but i hardly get a chance to read them but i actually Me. bought it <laughs> I knew she was gonna chime in. <laughs> I probably didn't read them. I picked up this one. It was it was weird. I found this one at the airport. I've never mm. seen this book before, and I ran into it at the airport. And I started reading it at the airport, and I was like, the stuff that he talked talked about in this book, it was just mind blowing. How he took his company. He didn't have much. Um, and how he took his company and made it into a multi-million dollar company just by asking, asking um, for what he wanted um, and not having that much money. So this is a um, perfect um, book um, um, that I will recommend. Um, okay. It, it, it is We're going to put that in the show notes for everybody as well. Yeah, I like it's it. really good. Also, awesome. tell people, because I know we know you have a class to teach and it's time to get off, but... Tell people how they can reach you and what your your social media handles are. Yes, you can find me on Facebook at Tarika. That's T 
A-R-E-K-A, and it's Coney, C-O-N-E-Y. And then you can find me on Instagram as Business Credit, and it's Expert with the X, so Business Credit Expert uh, with the X. And yeah, um, follow me. <laughs> I'm about to follow you, girl. Follow right. me back. I'm girl, just- <laughs> <laughs> you too, though. Log awesome. Off. <laughs> Let me get on. <laughs> Tarika, we are so grateful that you took the time to speak to us. This has been like a great conversation and I think we yeah. all have learned a lot so thank you yeah. again for agreeing to be on the show and we will let you get back to your evening all right everyone I that's really episode 11 thank you thank you bye bye